too. Batting around. It's batting around. It's baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane, and with me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. Uh, but no Steven this week. Steven is on vacation. Mm-hmm. He's in uh he's in Canada watching the uh the the Phillies um we will have an update from him later on though about players to be shamed later because there were a couple of them but you know we have a guest this week another uh, another returning guest here and I don't know I think when like when one of us is gone I think the guest kind of automatically gets elevated up to third chair yeah yeah wow yeah 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 so uh and Charles is with us. You girls is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about the pirates, and that's. I think this is the the configuration last time you were here too. It is. It is. It is. Stephen is running away. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> our first two time uh, third third Mike here. Guest third yeah. Mike. He's a, he, he's just afraid of it's the it's the Wawa afraid of like sheets talk. <laughs> even though I'm not a local, so I don't even know right. anything about the rivalry. I'm like, <laughs> like I am just a weird bird. Like I, I some people have uh, depressed are born to depression, and some yeah. have it thrust upon them. And I have somehow just opted in. Like there's a third <laughs> way. <laughs> Did we talk about that last time? Like how you. Like, how did you end up don't, Pirates fan? I don't remember. Come on. I don't, I don't think we did. I, 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 I re-listened to it today, and I don't think we did. No. Uh, it's. I mean, it's it's simple and just weird. Uh, they were – the Pirates were the name of my first Little League team, which when I was uh, eight years old, that was 1979. So it was a good year to have your first Little League team be called the Pirates. And, in fact, the last one. <laughs> god thank god no most people don't have to do that like that trip to fandom because i would be an angels fan that'd be really hard yeah Ooh. yep brutal yeah i mean i saw tungsten arm play <laughs> <laughs> recently when i've been watching baseball uh i'm a twins fan and i think the and it's been really really rough for uh for it them being a first place team the the experience uh-huh. has still not been very good watching them um they've kind of taken the phillies thing of uh just having a bullpen that blows every lead yeah uh for for weeks on end um so when i and i've turned off a lot of games in disgust recently oh, but yes. uh when i do that sometimes i'll look for another baseball game to watch and my first pick is is pretty much never uh the pittsburgh pirates no (laughs) um so i'm not quite up on uh what's going on with them this season but i haven't heard any you know like oh they're actually you know they're doing some stuff kind of like you'd hear from like the orioles or another kind of perennial team they are it just took a while i will say i will say they are like it's it's but it's very funny. Like they were they were forced to do it in a way, right? Everyone knows mm-hmm. about like O'Neill Cruz and the Super right. Two nonsense. And they have now introduced a completely novel, like and as a lawyer, I'm impressed, a completely novel way of fucking Rowan Z. Contreras on Super Two. Like he he legitimately hasn't thrown a lot of innings in the past, right? The minor right. didn't play at all in 2019. He really did go through the minors pretty quickly, and he didn't mm-hmm. throw a ton of innings in 2020 or whatever. I'm getting the well, no, none in 2020. If he was none in, in 20, that's what I meant. None in 2020, yeah. and not much in 2021. Right? He was kind of innings limited last year, and then he came up in September or whatever. And then this year they held him down uh, and then they brought him up and he's really been the best pitcher on, except maybe for Quintana. He's been the best pitcher in their rotation since he's been up. And you'd think that that would be good, uh, but they are like sending him down <laughs> at like before the all-star break and they're going to keep him down. And they talk about it in terms of innings management, but it's like, it's like learning that he's good enough to try to fuck him on Super 2. Right. So, like, so now they have to. Like, Diego Castillo's been up all year, right? And he has, you know, somewhere 10 to 12 home runs. And, you know, he had a great spring. But I think they know that Diego Castillo has, like, a moderate ceiling. And so they're willing to roll the dice on him having that super two year. So they're not jerking him up and down. 
but Contreras is going up and down. And now everyone is coming off the injured list, right? I just saw in the starting lineup today is Jake Marisnik, who, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't heard that name in years. <laughs> right, right, right. Like he played for like three weeks at the beginning of the season and then got hurt or something like that. Yeah. But they're having a bunch of guys like that. Tetsubo it seems like there's a good back, no- yeah. Newman came back. Uh, it, it seems like there's a number of, of uh, guys like Jake Brinsick on this roster. I, I was very surprised, like you mentioned, that like kind of the ace of this, the pitching staff right now is, is Jose Quintana. Yeah. Yeah, he's been really good. And like it actually, Quintana is like creating a ton of bad blood on Pirates Twitter because there are because <laughs> there are two there are two schools of thought here. Right. The school of thought uh, that me and my psychotic friends have in my small little Pirates DM of assholes um, is we actually watch the games. And so uh <laughs> And so having the game effectively over in the third inning is bad and depressing. (laughs) And so since the return for Jose Quintana, as well as he's pitching, is a flyer on a guy in low A, in like maybe high A or something, Mm -hmm. who's like four years away from the majors if he's going to make it at all or whatever, is not worth you know, giving up a dozen starts that I get to enjoy a full baseball game, <laughs> right? Like there's the exchange is nothing. It's like you're trying, it's like you're playing, let's make a deal. And half the time it's a donkey, right? <laughs> Don't trade him. Right? right. And then of course there are the people who are like anything that you can get anything for, you should try to get rid of. And it's like, you can't possibly watch the games if you think like no <laughs> like baseball doesn't ex- exist exclusively five years from now right i live now and i'm in terrible health right i can't have it <laughs> and you can only really p- take the copper out of the wall so many times right yeah yeah they yeah. like how many how many times do you look at a team stripped to the studs and go i do want to keep rooting for this team mm-hmm. right like the there is they're selling plaster now (laughs) right like and so you know i i don't want them i don't want them to trade him you know they like people are talking about trading bednar he has spent the last few weeks making sure that doesn't happen like he has not been like he had a back injury and then he just hasn't pitched particularly well in his last three or four outings which makes it great that he's our only all-star um you know and People who want to trade Bednar are even worse. He's got like four years of control, right? right? And so like what possible reason if, – if you're trading Bednar, you might as well trade Cabrian Hayes. Like you're just <laughs> admitting that you don't care about anything until 2030. Right. right? And it, it, I guess like the argument against this, against keeping someone um, – Kitana is like the Adam Frazier trade. Where like he didn't need like fall off a cliff in the second half for uh, the Padres. Now he's – kind of sucking it up for the Mariners now. Oh, I think it's different for a position player, actually. I was fully in favor of them trading Adam Frazier. You know, he didn't hate, he only had half a year left. He had the best, like, half season that you could ever expect to get from him. And it's not like anyone was fooled. Like, the return for Frazier wasn't, this is a guy hitting 340. It was a, how is this guy hitting 340 <laughs> kind of return. I mean, he fell off a cliff, so the people in Seattle, I think, were justifiably upset uh, at what they what he did for them. But I don't, I didn't, you know, I love, and I liked Adam Frazier, right? Oh, sure. He yeah. was a fun guy to have around. He was really versatile. He didn't care where you played him. I... I heard rumors like he's a guy I I am always loath to learn anything about any player's politics. Right. <laughs> I don't want to know. Right. Oh, Head yeah. in the sand oh, yeah. Completely. Especially especially when you're from like a small town in the south and played your college ball at Mississippi State. I definitely don't want to know what you think about anything. But the rumor is that he uh, plays against type. So I don't know exactly what that means. For all I know, he's just sort of a shit lib, but I'll take that in a baseball. Play. Oh, anytime. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like That's I don't as good as it gets. Yeah. I was just having a conversation the other day with somebody about about baseball and like uh, or they're asking me about 
baseball. They they weren't a fan. And I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the Twins owners are like Pete Buttigieg uh, backers. And that's about as good as you're going to get oh, from yeah. like an ownership group. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, yeah. Huh? Yeah. I mean, the the majority of them were like watching the January 6th thing, like wishing they could be there. But they're, yeah, like, the, the ricketses were all grabbing steering ambulatory. wheels and trying to get <laughs> right. down there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so that was uh yeah but this this year's been like they've ended up pulling up a couple of guys right Cruz is mm-hmm. up now and they had Bly Madris up for a little bit they just sent him down because like I said a bunch of people are coming off of the injured list um Tucapita Marcano before he got hurt was surprisingly finally finding his swing and so if he develops into something it'll make the Padres trades look less bad um you know um so and isn't isn't jack swinsky the other like of the uh position uh-huh. players also up in the major league level like that was yeah. what was really surprising doing research yeah yeah i mean so, right swinsky swinsky came up and he's like very he's funny because he's got like around 15 home runs uh which was just really surprising but he's also batting like two ten or something. And so like, that's what Castillo's like. And that's kind of what Cruz looks like. Like all of their young guys are still learning how to hit breaking pitches, you know? And so when they make contact, the ball really jumps, but we've got real, like, it's still a lineup that is full of players that don't make a ton of contact. And, you know, the pitching is just, you know, uh, not there. Not great. Yeah, yeah. Not that great. was that was like my question for the real because it seems like these are you you got the the offensive players that you're gonna have if this is this is the core. It's here for the most part. A couple guys coming later, but on the pitching side, it's like Rowan Z. Contreras, and then like wait for rain. Yeah, yeah. Not not quite <laughs> like a got Clemente. one guy. <laughs> and then you and then you just want Noah to be sort of paddling by. Yeah, I think I looked at like the, the next three guys on the Fangraphs top sixty prospects were all the three the next three starting pitchers were all like single A ball right now. Yeah, it's, it's not coming anytime soon. Yeah, I mean Priester has had a very regressy kind of year. He was someone who they were hoping for. Mitch Keller, he was pitching okay today, but he's like really, really hit or miss. Like he needs. He needs a sinker and he needs a spider tack or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, wasn't he also like the guy who was going to save it a, lot, a couple years yes. ago? Yes. And it just it hasn't panned out? No, he's been really bad every time he comes to the majors. And then most of the time he goes to AAA and like nobody can hit him. You know, like the Pirates have had a, like a problem with that. Glasnow was the same way. You know, he was unhittable in AAA, but in the majors, people just don't swing. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, the stuff that, you know, it comes, it drops out of the sky because he's like six foot eight, you know, so he's throwing from like 55 feet, you know, throwing it off his (laughs) shelf. But in the majors, everyone sees it is, you know, going out of the zone and they just don't swing. And then he's got a, so it's like ball one, ball two, ball three, green light home run, (laughs) like is what (laughs) the Glasnow Pirates experience was. And so he's been kind of better in Tampa Bay, but I also think he'll have trouble staying healthy just because, you know, six foot eight. Yeah. yeah, He's, you know, he's built like the something you see in front of a car dealership. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's it's like the, uh, the ancient man theory of like the giant, uh, skeletons they keep digging up in England. Yeah. (laughs) Brought to life. Yeah. He's the the home Depot skeleton. Remember that from a couple years ago? It's just that with its flesh still on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, where, where does any of this go if they can't actually uh, get their star pitchers? If is it a develop, development problem? Is it coaching? Oh, like it's what? definitely a development problem. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know where the coaching issue is, because it's hard to say um, how much freedom Shelton has to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not like it used to be where the coach kind of runs everything the gm kind of steers the ship now every everything is money ball with the exception of a couple of guys who have kind of made their bones mm-hmm. and can uh you know like buck Walter come you're hiring buck Walter to do buck Walter things but you're hiring Derek shelton to like take orders from upstairs right 
But I mean, the, that, that GM was brought in uh, from Boston's development, uh, player development side, right? Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like it's uh, working the same magic. No, I mean, nothing really seems to be going on in the minors. And their drafting strategy is like very, like, this is, you know, another thing is like, you know, I don't pay attention to the draft, right? I don't know who anyone is and I don't care. Like, I'm never, like, yeah. My brain is kind of full. I'm not learning about <laughs> high school baseball players. No, God, and no. So, <laughs> it's kind of so, perverted if you even try and you're not like a professional scout. It's yeah. like, no, they're like, God, like even like, you know, high level, you know, or high draft pick guys, like don't pan out so much. It's like when you watch a, like a war movie and they're like, I don't want to learn the new guy's name. Right. <laughs> like, right. It's, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. And so, and like, and you know, I could, could I watch college baseball? Yeah. But all the guys who are good in college baseball are like mm. 23. Yeah. And so <laughs> scouts are allergic to them. And so it doesn't, it doesn't help you learn anything. I just can't watch college baseball too, because when I hear the ping of the aluminum uh-huh. bat, takes yeah. me out of it completely yeah. i'm like yeah um, no like you know i, I could have just saw that guy throw like an amazing pitch but like when they just like that ping like no no yeah it's it's trip to the batting cages yeah yeah exactly and so and so their strategy has been very large like until last year last year was interesting except for the first round <clears throat> oh right with they the, take a lot like of the, they yeah, take the a lot of college slot. bats Mm-hmm. Right. They take a lot of college bats. They took Henry Davis uh, with the expectation that he would not sign for number one pick overall money. He didn't. They were able to pick a lot of people who they were able to give extra money to. I don't know how many of them are working out. Like it, I checked a bunch early in the year, but then so many people spend time at the complex now that it, you know, you can't check early because they're not, they're just like, learning how to play baseball, I guess. And so it's not fun to follow, you know. Um, but they're, it looks like they're going to take another college bat. And so my pirate fan buddies who do follow, to follow the draft are, like, ready to hunt Ben Charrington down. Like, if they won't, if <laughs> yeah. they're going to take, like, a low-ceiling guy again in the first round, it's like, why even why even bother like you kind of when you're bad you kind of have to take risks and go for broke a little right um, so you got like a jazz chisholm it's how you get like a sixto sanchez yeah you know yeah um and so i don't remember like they wanted to take khalil watson last year but i don't even know how he's doing i don't you know but again i don't memorize these guys names so i don't even know who's coming up i just know that the name that they were attached to was, you know, a guy, I think he was like an infielder at Cal Poly. And it's like, okay, I'm sure he's really good, but he's like a college bat playing in a mid-level program, you know, like he's not even an SEC guy. So what are you, you know, and they hate Nick. I like, I still have faith in Nick Gonzalez. They hate Nick Gonzalez, who was like a high batting average guy at New Mexico State or whatever. And so it's like, whatever. I don't know. It's just... You want them to take more shots and they don't really, you know, and you want them to be a little more creative in how they sign people. Like Quintana was a good signing. I don't even know what Josh Van Meter is, you know, (laughs) like, I don't know why he, why they got him at all. Chavis was interesting, but I don't know why they have Marisnik. No, no, I Uh, I can't really explain that. Okay, uh, speaking of Mreznik here, uh, I didn't even know that he was still playing. Uh, is yeah. he is he still a wet guy? Because we don't have many wet guys left in the league. I only saw the game cast, so I don't oh, know. Okay. I just, I wet guys don't dry off. Yeah, <laughs> like is his hair still long? Because if it's still long, like then it's you got know, that he's going to be a wet guy still. Wet wet guy is a wet guy is a lifestyle that once you choose it, <laughs> you commit to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not like he's got to interview for a real job. So I think I think it shows him that. is what it what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt, what, <laughs> <laughs> once you become a wet guy, you don't dry off. Has like that the uh, the wisdom of the ages, like it's a yeah. seven thousand year old proverb kind of yeah. sound to it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of <laughs> like when you seek revenge, you know, dig two yeah. graves sort of <laughs> thing. I, like, I will tell you, I had to climb to the top of a mountain to learn that. 
<laughs> on a very humid day. Yeah. It's a very yeah, humid yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Now, for the record, uh, Jake Marizic has a, uh, in 52 plate appearances, has a WRC plus of 12 for the Pirates. So you might not get more chances to see him. This oh, might be your last God. chance to find out. So. Well, like I said, oh, he, my God. Uh, yeah, he started the year slow and then he got hurt. Um, I don't know if he just developed an acute case of shame, but he just came, he's back. And today is his first game back in the lineup. And he walked and scored a run. So, uh, you know, it may be as high as 15 now. <laughs> no, good for him. Uh, you know, n- n- nothing against uh, Jake Marisnik. No. 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 No, I'm sure. I'm sure he's wonderful. <laughs> Do not Google. <laughs> no, uh, any any uh, uh, white player you don't want to look at the Twitter faves. No, that's no. Mm-hmm. no. But yeah, this time last year we were talking about o- O'Neill Cruz coming up. We were talking yeah. about Cabrian Hayes <clears throat> probably being a late season call up. They are up, uh, and it's uh, that's got to be uh, at least fun to watch, right? It is. I mean, look, Cabrian Hayes has the like to the extent that it matters, like the best defensive run saved in baseball, like not a third base. He's like an incredible defensive player. Mm-hmm. The O'Neill Cruz for all of his trouble defend in like with defense in triple a, he's been really good in the majors. Cause the problem is all that he kind of, uh, his, he throws, he can throw through a wall, but it's kind of like automatic weapons fire. Mm-hmm. And so when he's got a major league first baseman, it makes a huge difference, you know? So like all of the throwing errors in AAA are probably, be, you know, half the fault of someone who can't do the splits like Javis or whatever, <laughs> you know, like when, if you get Vogel back off of DH, <laughs> then O'Neill Cruz is going to look a lot worse. Um but uh, but he's been great, so that's been sort of fun, except he can't hit sliders from lefties, right? But he's also like 23, 24. He's not going to learn that at AAA. Like, he's no. done with AAA. The best sliders in AAA, O'Neill Cruz can hit. So he just had, like, the, the only learning he has left to do is here. And when he connects with a ball, I saw him hit a a line drive home run with a launch angle of 19 degrees. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Okay. The shortstop probably yeah. could have caught that if he was positioned, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it just kept going and it cleared the fence. Mm-hmm. That's on, un- that's unnatural. Right. And so you just keep that guy in the majors and you just keep playing him until he like proves completely incapable of mm-hmm. doing it. And he's not that, you know, no, there's he's no reason ma- to think he can't figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. No, there's no reason to think he can. And, and it's so, yeah, it's it's not like he, the team is the Dodgers where they can't afford to have right. uh, uh, that that player learning on the go. Right. Yeah. I want I want the Pirates to keep pitching Quintana because I want the game to last until the seventh inning. If that means I watch O'Neill Cruz strike out a couple of times as he learns, that's fine. You Absolutely. know what I mean? They're very different <laughs> to me. They're very different analyses. You want you want a rotation that isn't entirely depressing and you want your position or young at least, you know, but I mean, who are we giving our starts to Bryce Wilson and JT Brubaker? Who cares? <laughs> you just keep Quintana, but your position players, you want, you want your young guys to get a lot of at bats. So yeah, they need the hopefully, reps. Yeah. Hopefully totally. that's where we end up, you know? And really like if, uh, third base and shortstop are the two most interesting defensive positions to watch. They're the mm-hmm. they're the yeah the defensive plays that like make your jaw drop. There's a yeah. very compelling case for for being a fan who actually watches the games uh, with those two going. Yeah, yeah, it's like it is, it is. It's more fun. It's more fun, and you know they've got you know a rotating cast at second base. Newman is back, which is weird. Because he's just been the worst position player in the game for a couple of years, you know, and like he's one of those guys that was like he's like a shortstop version of Brad Ausmus, where you have to overrate his defense to justify his bat being in the lineup, you know, uh, and so uh, 
you know, but I think he was like two for two with something today when I, you know, I, uh, when I, I logged on here and walked away from the game. So of course he's going to go on like a really hot streak. And instead of trading him, they're going to be like, see, this is why we have to keep him around. And then they're going to send Cruz down again. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like there's a couple like pretty highly ranked in the system, second baseman in double a and, uh, yeah. Single A, they're both slated for like next season. So, who are we talking about here? Like Bay, Gonzalez and uh, Bay. Yeah, well, Gonzalez has had injury problems and real swing and miss problems, which is why you know my degenerate friends don't like him. Uh, Bay has looked great in the minor leagues. Uh, he has uh, a DV conviction in Korea from when he was a teenager, which makes people sort of very, it's a very weird thing to be optimistic about him coming up <laughs> because of that, mm. because it's just like the sort of thing where you don't, where you kind of have to whistle past that graveyard when you're like best infield prospect still in the minors, you like can't talk about, Ooh, you yeah. Know? Um, but look, I mean, not that I'm a Steelers fan, but Pittsburgh spent a lot of years with Roethlisberger jerseys on. So I think uh, oh, yeah. he'll he'll be able to eat out <laughs> without getting yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is. It's weird. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know what to I, I like. I, there's nothing good you can say about it. It's just like his, you know, he was a teenager who knows what he, what kind of remorse he has. I don't know any of that. It's just like, it is just sort of a real conversation stopper about him. Like, I don't look at his stats. When he comes up, I will, you know, put on the same, you know, s- stupid sports blinders that you have to because you figure they're all freaks in one way or another. Uh, but it's very, it's like super depressing to be a sports fan because yeah. of that sort of dynamic of sports and people who have been kind of pampered for their abilities since they were 11 years old. Yeah. You can always just kind of hope that they end up uh, getting Jonathan Scope on a, on a, on a really cheap deal or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that it would be very pirate. <laughs> that would actually make for a pretty killer infield too. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, he, he's yeah, been really actually. good defensively this year. And then and then Vogelbach at first. That'd be that'd be delightful. <laughs> God. <laughs> Seeing him every Pirates highlight I've seen this year has has been like a Daniel Vogelbach, uh, big boy. Uh, it's uh, the best. Yeah. It's the best. Like I I am a I uh it may be incredibly Reddit, but I like big boy season. You know? No, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're all pro you know? big boy. Yeah, you know, yeah. This when, podcast very noted pro big boy. Yeah, you know when uh, when Vogelback uh, was like it was great in the same week to have the fo- like the Pirates played the Yankees, and so Aaron Judge got to second base. So you see the picture of Aaron Judge standing next to O'Neill <laughs> Cruz, yeah, to just like you know mm-hmm. giant. And then uh, yesterday or two days ago when they were playing Milwaukee. Uh, Vogelback singled with Rowdy Telez at first, yeah, and it's like mm. there you go. There's another incredible photo, <laughs> you know, uh, where apparently it was like when you're getting ready to run to the bar after the softball game. What I know? wanted was I wanted to see like the um, the nesting doll big boys going <laughs> downwards of uh, Rowdy Telez, then Vogelbach, then Alejandro Kirk, then uh, Williams Astadio. Like, uh, yeah. Just get them yeah. all by height there. Just keep going all the way so down nice. until you get to like uh, to D Gordon Strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but a little, uh... a little Eddie Gaydell is the <laughs> yeah is, uh... is your is your little bowling pin wooden piece at the end. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm proud of us for not going to uh, El Tuve there. Good good job. Good job yeah. <laughs> but yeah, box has been good. Uh, like, he, he has. He's that's he, pretty I mean, strong. He yeah, he gets on base, man. He like mm-hmm. he's got a good eye. His like his contact skills are really good and he's got that big boy strength where it just doesn't even look like he's swinging that hard and when he makes the right contact, it just explodes. Like it just mm-hmm. seems unnatural. Like the ball just jumps and then you're like, "Ooh." 
that's just gonna keep going <laughs> you know like his swing i guess has a good natural backspin because it carries when he gets it up the ball just carries and so it's yeah i like i like having him around like if yeah. you know you don't play him in the field he's a good guy to have on the team and everyone apparently loves him like he isn't you know he's not big and surly i don't know that he's necessarily jolly but he's fun i guess you yeah, know like yeah, he's yeah, chill sure. um and that's all anyone's really asking like a <clears throat> guy who's probably his future is probably as like a uh only hits righties bat bench guy on some other team yeah yep yeah there's value there yeah i mean he's like he's a real he's a real trade piece for someone who needs you know for someone who just needs a lefty for the stretch run or whatever mm-hmm. you know and so i expect him to be dealt you know i sort of expect brian reynolds to be traded this year or next or something like that just because he's sort of getting too expensive and he's kind of high variance and i don't know and it will suck <laughs> because i like him a lot you know understandably just, so yeah you know i don't know i just i did check though and it's funny you're saying he's getting expensive because he's he's hitting our he's only our eligible one next year in in 2024 funny yeah huh. yeah oh. oh wait he's not even arbitration eligible next no. year. no oh then it would be insane to trade him which means they will but <laughs> right. it would be insane too Right. You know, like they rushed, they, they, he flew through the minors. Like he was, I think the key to the McCutcheon deal. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he really ripped through the minors, which was good, you know? Uh, and, you know, had like a really bad COVID season, but, uh, has otherwise been, uh, really solid. Yeah. But he's 27. That's too old for this team. Yeah. He's got, he's got to go. That's, yeah. Doesn't line up with the, the window. Yeah. yeah, Logan's Logan's run in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're over 26, so don't funny. expect to be on the team in in September. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're all we're playing for 2050. You know, the chess pieces are yeah. lining up. There is some we're scouting this pregnant woman who seems to be, who's like who seems to be like really eating well. Uh, and we no, that does that... sound that does sound like uh you know mlb scout behavior and like yeah. the dominican or something that's so. the hidden vigorish yeah is, uh yeah. is yoga women yeah, yeah. That's, that's basically psycho psycho sabermetrics like you're scouting out like moms who are over five seven with husbands who are over six three but lean with a good arm yeah, yeah. you're like sending olympic athletes to the club to hook out with you know promising minor <laughs> leaguers they're doing yeah they're doing like, it's like all of a sudden like real real uh eugenics is yeah the like jeffrey vigorous. epstein's uh <laughs> like uh you know arizona compound or whatever it was that he had yeah where it was just yeah. like boys and boys from brazil style uh yeah beds of pregnant women yeah let's not pretend there aren't like 26 ownership groups who you took this idea to wouldn't immediately like say oh that. yeah you're something there you're cooking with something here yeah yeah there's maybe yeah, there's three like, i think on yeah on principle the longest email no. chain in history is yeah. ray it's <laughs> in the is in the astros uh development <laughs> office just ray ray pregnant project no, the, like somebody is working on this like deep in the McKinsey Institute and they're like and they're going to bring it to the league very soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Royals um, were playing the long game with the no jerking off policy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to save got to save that invoice. We're going to need That's, that. Yeah, that was that was something that was hidden in the uh, in the new collective bargaining agreement is like we do own your genetic material. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we will be using that. We do have the right to use that. That was the trade-off for letting the minor leaguers uh, in MLB the show. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was the real thing that uh, that Freddie Freeman was angry about was the no <laughs> <Right>. fab clause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I can never, I can never hear uh, an announcer call a player a stud again after this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <Not thinking about laughs> 
we'll talk about the Freddie Freeman thing more uh, yeah. later, I think, on the Patreon side. Uh, let's get into mailbag, though, because some of the sure. stuff we were talking about is kind of close to this. So at Pink Husky. I can't says, even imagine a question yeah. close to that. <laughs> well, not, not close to that, but some of the other stuff you're talking about. That no, would be no, incredibly no. That would be That would be amazing if somebody called that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, uh, I had a question about breeding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be for that'll be for next week's episode when we do right. our uh, next hot player draft. Uh, that's when <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Steven will bring that up in some regard. So, OK, I'm telling you, Cole Tucker doesn't have any future, but Cole Tucker <laughs> yeah. and Vanessa Hudgens kid. Yeah, Pirates yeah. are going to take him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At Pink Husky. Asks, it seems the Pirates always have one or two great young players. They trade for more prospects and the cycle continues. Do you see a time anywhere in the near future where the Pirates could be buyers willing to build a team around their young talent? And we kind of like talked about how they have the tendency to do this, but like, do you, yeah, do you, I don't know, I, do you see it like changing? Ever? The reason I really can't see it changing ever is because they kind of took the, when they had a team, right the three-year run mm-hmm. where uh they were in the wild card three years in a row they didn't really do anything in the offseason right they would they would kind of stumble they would play through the season right the 2013 year was great they ended up in the wild card and they won it very cool the 2014 year, they kind of bumbled their way through, but the whole National League sucked, and so they made it anyway with, you know, high 80s, 90 wins, something like that. And then in 2015, they had, like, a great team, and it was still super depressing because they spent the entire year, like, four to six games behind the Cardinals. So they won 98 games, and it never felt like anything uh, but a crapshoot because we knew we were going right to the wild card with like Jake Arietta, right? And so yeah. no, no, no good. Uh, they didn't try to make that team better, right? They didn't like in the off season really try to improve the bench, improve the rotation, like whatever. They didn't spend money, right? They made deadline trades to kind of fill some gaps or whatever, but. That's kind of all they did when they were in it, right? Right. Do they I had think, to protect the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Did I out? Do I think they're? It's not even protecting the farm. It's just not spending money. Yeah. Oh, I was right? very sarcastic. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Do, right. <laughs> <laughs> do I ever think they're going to do that uh, in advance of a season to make a run at the third wild card? No, I don't. I have no. Mm-hmm. I think that they are going to do. Like every year they're going to see what's up at the all-star break. And then they may decide to, you know, move a couple of pieces around at the deadline if they have a shot at the playoffs. But I don't know. I just don't, I just don't think that's, I don't know. They have is, to prove me wrong. Is is there any hope in, uh, how do I put this uh, gracefully? When Bob Nutting rides the SpaceX rocket to heaven, uh, is there any kind of succession <laughs> plan in place for... I, not that I know of. Like the 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 dream has always been. I guess Mark Cuban grew up in Pittsburgh before. Like I think he went to like, I think he may have gone to like SMU and then stayed in Texas for his tech stuff when he became rich. But is like a Western Pennsylvania guy, and so there were rumors for a while that he had expressed interest in buying the team, and it's unclear one. Uh, how true that is in the first place. And two, it's unclear whether baseball would ever let a guy like Mark Cuban buy a team right? because mm-hmm. he is someone who just doesn't particularly want to be controlled, doesn't, you know, he's willing to eat the fines that the league is going to throw around or whatever. And so for like, you know, Mark Cuban's got a lot of, uh, problems, and I think he has really, ultimately, uh, reactionary opinions about labor. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah. he also wants to make his own workplace more attractive than the other shitty workplaces, <laughs> so that players want to play for him. Totally, you know, like he considers that a good arbitrage <laughs> or whatever, and so that would be he would spend money, 
right? He would not consider yeah. he would not consider the pirates as something that needs to be as bottom line driven as Nutting clearly. Like Nutting very clearly thinks of the pirates as a way for the Yankees to pay him every year to lose. Right. And, right. You know. Yeah. And and like I find that dynamic so weird because everyone thinks that the Yankees should be mad at the Pirates, right? The Yankees are mad. The may oh, they, it's probably good. The Yankees are probably really mad at the Pirates who just take the money and pocket it. And well, it's like well, they probably don't love having to give the money, but if they're going to be forced to give the money, the last thing they want the Pirates to do with it is spend it, right? <laughs> that just makes like the Yankees' third string catcher marginally more expensive. Right? right. They would rather nutting not spend the money competitively. Right. And so it's all like this weird kabuki where the Yankees pretend to be upset about it. But all they're really upset about is that they have to give the money at all. There is no better plan for the Yankees where the teams that receive revenue sharing money actually spend it. That's counterproductive for the, the, yeah. the wealthy team. You know, they're just, they're better off just paying bribes to stay. <laughs> Which is why baseball is such a great American institution. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. It, it, it's because it reflects its time. Yeah. Always. When America was explicitly <laughs> openly racist, so was baseball. <laughs> when America has started pretending to be less racist, so has baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been, that should have been. The uh, James Earl Jones speech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the the field of dreams. James Earl Jones speech is, I think, probably the most hidden reactionary thing that is considered oh, yeah. progressive <laughs> sure. in the history of cinema. Right yeah. after uh, the uh, baseball documentary series, the Ken Burns series. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. But I don't still love the shit out of that, but yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's get another question in here. Charles, you familiar? How are you, you been to PNC lately? How familiar are you? Not lately. I the, okay. la I, the last time I was in PNC was like, I've been there once. I was there like five years ago. Okay. For, Cause someone's uh, like, what do you eat or drink at PNC? Like, oh, what's, no the, what's the move to do? But like, cause that's a very, our show thing. To <laughs> gotta get, about, gotta but. get, I guess the only thing I can think of is crab fries, but I don't know. All right. Uh, well, you know, there you go. Like, novels, crab fries. You know, uh, but I don't know. Like, I've never actually had like uh, Primantis or any of those. Like, oh, I've had Primanti Brothers. I can say it's a pretty decent sandwich. Yeah, it's just a um, sandwich with fries on it. It's nothing special. But yeah, yeah get that. <laughs> yeah. All right. At Brugal Suspects, should the Pirates bring back the pillbox hat look? Should other uh, teams adopt it, or should it stay a Pirates thing? Just a Pirates thing. I think yeah, I agree with that. It's it would be very weird for anyone else to do it. I have yeah. this was a very cool. Um, I don't remember if it was for my birthday in January or for Father's Day last year, but my uh, my wife and son got me a vintage uh, pillbox hat, which is really <laughs> Rad. nice because it's That's like really, really it's like it's not only a pillbox hat. Like I had one, but it was kind of old and it was sort of flimsy. Because it was made like in the '90s, and this one is like really stiff and holds its shape, and yeah. it's like, all right, this is a good quality hat. You know, I love it. I am not, I am not wearing it right now, and it is not uh, within arm's reach. Uh, <laughs> but it is like that is a good hat. Well, we can, we can, we can cut that and pretend you're wearing it. We can be like, oh, no, Char no. oh yeah, Charles, that's a cool oh, hat. Nice hat. <laughs> it looks, yeah, it looks yeah, so it looks, comfortable. It looks really it looks awesome. So well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> You have a face for a square hat, Charles. <laughs> have you ever thought of a fez? <laughs> I, like, I think I probably look kind of like a Roblox character with the hat on. <laughs> uh, Tom Jerkface from the Discord asks, uh, well, he just wanted, Charles, he wants to know who's your all-time favorite Pirates player. Uh, well, I mean, it's based on when I grew up, and it's two guys. It is sure. three guys. Uh, the 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 core players when I first became a Pirates fan were Pops and Cobra, right? Stargell and uh, Parker. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Lank, then when I was old enough to sort of watch them regularly and follow them regularly, Tony Payne was my guy. Um, you know, sitting there like in that chill stance with one leg extended behind the plate, you know, uh, it's like, it's awesome. Like he would just be like flat on his ass, like doing a half split, you know, with one leg pointed out and, and still, you know, I remember being a great defender and he was one of the best hitting catchers. And like mm-hmm. when they dealt him, it was like really hard for me. Like they traded him and, but it would ended up being a great deal, right? They traded him, uh, because they were not anywhere near the playoffs and they dealt him to the Cardinals for Vance Slyke uh, and Mike Dunn, who was like the rookie of the year. And I think Lavalier was the third player in the trade who became like their starting catcher. I'm not positive about that as the third player. And then Lavalier Spanky was like a ton of fun too on the Pirates playoff teams. Like, so that trade, like trading a late stage Tony Tony Pena for their core was sort of like also great. Like they got this incredible career out of him and then they traded my like favorite guy and he turned out like at the perfect time for like an incredible return. Like the sort of thing that if it happened now, I would like weep at how great it was, <laughs> you know? Um, but oh, those totally, were my yeah. guys. Those were those, my guys. Those kinds of trades are great just because it really does feel like the player is giving one last gift to the fans. Yeah. Even though it's like they have no say in it at all. It still feels that way. Yeah. And I mean, of course, there were like a lot of, you know, obviously I love Kutch, but by the time Kutch was playing, like I wasn't a kid anymore. You know, like it's not the same when you're older than the Mm -hmm. players who you're rooting for. You know, like thinking about favorite guys. Like I like guys. I have fun watching baseball. But, you know, you just don't process the game the same way. Totally. No, no. Like Sammy Sosa is my favorite player for uh, forever because right. I saw him hit home runs in 2001. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But no, All Tony, right. Tony Pena, legendary mustache guy too. Mm-hmm. Has to be so. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, Orioles magic from the discord, which is funnier walk off Bach or walk off uh, hit by pitch. Oh, Bach by far. Uh, Bach, Bach by him. Yeah. Definitely. It's definitely yeah. a Bach. Cause you don't even know it's a Bach. You, you, you right. it's bullshit. You don't know for you. You can't tell. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I was watching a game once and uh, the I think I don't remember who the Pirates were playing, um, but I was like watching the game at work, <laughs> which is if anything says exactly what you need to know about me. Anyway, I'm watching the game at work and the Pirates have the bases loaded and it's the bottom of the ninth or the 10th. And uh, Russell Martin jumped out of the way of an inside pitch. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he like walked two pitches later. And so no harm, no foul. But I was like, oh, you got to wear that one, dude. You're yeah, pitcher. really? This really? is the softest you've been hit all game. Just wear, <laughs> like it usually hits you in the face. You can wear this one on your ass. Come on, yeah, man. That's like, that is the best place to get it. So. Yeah, take one for the team. Yeah. You know, I mean, I still might. It, I will never forget Jose Tabata leaning into a pitch to take away Scherzer's perfect game. Like that is a f- twisted great memory as a pirate fan. Yeah. But, oh, is that a good memory as a pirate fan? Absolutely. Just dropping the elbow into the strike zone against the biggest red ass pitcher in the league, yeah. who's clearly like still writes his name and blood on a wall. Yeah, and we'll yeah. eventually hunt him down like he's in Munich. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, when, you're, when your team gets to be, be spoilers like that for like a, a an objectively very cool moment, uh, it's the best feeling in the world. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. 2001 Diamondbacks forever. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, at Punished uh, FS Hater. Should baseball journalists also have to wear a uniform like the manager? <laughs> <laughs> Should they wear a team jersey or a press jersey? Oh my god! They they imagine? do have a uniform. It's it's what David Roth always wears. It's the right. button yeah. down shirt and the yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Right. I got great. This is such a good question. I love this question. Yeah, there are there like look anyone under the age of forty five has to wear flannel, and anyone <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. over the age of forty five has to wear like uh one of those facebook shirts 
that is incredibly <laughs> reactionary. Like, like you know, the super, like the like, hyper specific. You know, ones, if you're like fucking more. my daughter, you're fucking me too, or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of those. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in August, and uh, I will kill you. Yeah, that's yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, then Jesse J, number one rated boy from the Discord. Uh, that was not commentary. That's uh, his name on there. Mm-hmm. Um, for Lauren. Since you were talking about Costco, what do you always exclusively buy there? Thinking about getting a membership. Oh, any number of things. Uh, it's the, it is the only place to buy sliced cheese because you get the you get the, uh, mm. you get four of the fifty packs of the processed sliced American cheese for eight bucks. Uh, insane deal. The regular store, well, each of those is five dollars. Uh, it's great for eggs because you can get bulk eggs if you oh, eat a lot yeah. of eggs. Uh, you can only get chicken bakes there. You can only get the frozen chicken bakes there. Those work at less than, less than $2 each. What exactly uh, is a chicken bake? I've never had this. Because <laughs> like, they're, they're, we're getting Costco's around here now, but uh-huh. but this has been uh, historically Sam's Club territory. A, a chicken bake is basically a bigger hot pocket filled with uh, chicken alfredo and bacon. Okay, great. Love it's that. wonderful. Yeah, great. Yeah. Heat it, reheated the oven, 375 degrees for 20 minutes. You're golden. Uh, also, it's the only place you can get prime steaks without. It's not like a restaurant supply depot, and a prime steak is like objectively a much nicer cut of meat. You usually have to like work at a rest, like work, be a restaurant in order to even get them, or like like mm. some kind of exclusive like meat of the month clubs can have it. But Costco, okay. it's like pretty reliable source for uh, really high quality beef, and uh, it is a uh, solid place for just like your standard party sheet cake. Oh, absolutely, or like the big Thanksgiving pumpkin uh, pumpkin pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right well there's if Go they ahead. want it i'll talk for another 45 minutes on the patreon side about costco sometime they just need okay. to subscribe and let me know that that's what they want i'm happy to do that yeah and you know i, sh- I should say before we go to that patreon side uh, of the episode we are so close to having to record extra episodes because we've almost hit our patreon goal uh i think we're we're like 26 dollars away yeah sign so, up like, us. make yeah, us do so more work if you want to hear those extra episodes where we're really uh, stretching for stuff to talk about, if you want to hear the Lauren talk about Costco in depth episode, if you want to hear the um, one where uh, Steven just kind of hangs out, looks at his phone because me and Lauren are talking about Star Trek episode. Uh, yeah, you got to you got to donate get your friends to donate up your pledge anything. Patreon.com slash bathing around. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to go to the Patreon half. We're going to have player to be shamed later and talking some other stuff here. We'll, we'll be getting a, uh, a call from Steven uh, that we'll be editing in here. So, uh, yeah, stick around. <laughs>